Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else, alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality, and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks picking it up, let's go. Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause why you Alright, welcome in We're on the road today We're on the road all week We're excited to be down in Pine Bluff, Arkansas today. It is the announcement for the King Cotton Classic coming up in a little bit. That is an event that will be played in December. It is an annual event and is returned, and it is a great, great thing here in Pine Bluff. And so we're going to have some guests on to talk about who's playing, when they're coming, all the things. There's official announcements in the 12 o'clock hour. I hope that Sam Glover will come on before that and give us some details because, well, I don't want to wait that long, Wes, frankly. And uh, I want some deets. I want some deets. We want to know. Yeah, that's right. That's who we are. Uh, inquiring minds. Inquisitive. So. Yep. Uh, never assume. That's what I'm telling Christian. Who's KD? Kevin Darnett. I don't know who that is. Kevin Durant. What about him? <laughs> He's uh, going to play in the Olympics. I just got a text that's not there anymore. It's so weird. Anyway, uh, off to a weird start. Just got attacked by a bee, and uh, let's tell me to quit being a... Uh, Wimp about it, and I don't know. I just did I'm it sting you, bees, but, or did it? No, but it was like it was literally like all over me. I'm like, what? What is your deal? Maybe so it thought you I were sweet. <laughs> it must be your uh, cologne deodorant. I don't something. wear cologne. We both have on white shirts, and he never came over here to me. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, he's not going to grow up to be an old bee. I hate to break it to him. Did you get him? I think so. I, I mean, I gave him a chance to fly away. I mean, I, t- I asked him nicely three times, and he didn't. So I think he just he got it anyway. All right, so we're going to be here until 1, obviously. The announcement's coming in the noon hour, but uh, like I said, I hope we're going to get some information before that. Uh, we've got, let's see, Michael Felder coming up in the 11 o'clock hour. Trey Schapp will check in from the Stevens Cup. We've got uh, the Red White Report coming up, brought to you by Big O Tires. And uh, I know I'm missing something. Oh, Kevin, Kevin Kelly. Kelly. Thank you, the Little Rock Athletic Club. Did you text him? I did. What do you say? He hasn't texted back. Oh, Kevin's going to be mad. I know he's going to be upset because he can't hang out with us, but you know, it sucks for him. Get in the car and come on. That's true. Good point. Uh, congratulations, Wes. Let's lead with the lead. The Rangers closing out the Orioles in uh, quick fashion. Did you text Rick Schaefer last night and rub it in? Oh, I did not. Uh, I, I don't want to be that guy. I you don't? That. I felt bad. I mean, they had a great year, and they just ran into a very hot team who is also a very good team. The Rangers were one of the best teams in baseball, you know, in May, June, July, and then August. It just all fell apart. and. Uh, give them credit. They kind of rallied and, and got it all back together to to make it into the playoffs. It was disappointing. They didn't uh, win the West and, and get a bye like the Astros, but I guess it all worked out, and it's given them a chance to, to really get the bats going, and now they'll get a couple days off and get to set their pitching rotation for whoever they play next, either the Astros or the uh, Twins. Speaking of the Astros, congrats to your team too, Christian, getting a 2-1 lead after the win last night. Both teams dominating. 9-1 for the Astros over the Twins, and 7-1 for the Rangers over the Orioles. And tonight we've got three games left because, oh, obviously the Rangers are kicking their feet up now. Braves at Phillies in a 1-1 series. And Philly is a slight favorite. I don't know who the starter is for Atlanta, but Nola's been announced as the pitcher for the Phillies. Twins are hosting the Astros. Minnesota slight favorite tonight to make it 2-2 in game four. And then the Dodgers-Diamondbacks with a chance for the... 
Arizona Diamondbacks to score the sweep. Who would have ever seen that coming? I saw a story this morning, and somebody was making the argument, and I think we talked about this on the show yesterday a little bit. There's a lot going on yesterday. By the way, kudos to uh, Steve Ralston and the folks at Burns Park. Great job putting on the Buzz Golf Tournament. I hope everybody that played had a great time. If you didn't make it, I hope you can make it next time. But the argument was maybe the bye is not a good thing. Maybe we should say bye, bye, bye to the bye and get rid of that whole situation because baseball is about grinding and staying hot and staying in rhythm, and it's about you know the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Now, what I think you ought to do, you can create some game-like situations with your team even when you're not playing. It's not the same, but I don't know what they're doing in their days off, if they're just resting fully or whatever, but obviously staying sharp is a real trick, and there are teams that have to do that in football. Like sometimes bowl teams have to sit for a month. Yeah. How do you stay sharp and get ready to play at your peak when it's game time? I don't know. But they do, and they're the ones that are getting the teams ready. So, anyway, I just thought that was interesting, and maybe there's an argument to be made for that, but I also think not playing is your best chance of not losing. I'll never forget a conversation I had uh, at the College World Series. It was the year that we forget, but uh, Arkansas, you know, ran through their, the first two rounds, and they, they had some days off, mm-hmm. and Oregon State had to keep playing. And then there was the rain day, remember? And it pushed everything back another day. So Arkansas was off for like three, four, five days before they started the... Five days? With the rain game? Maybe. Remember the okay. Yeah, maybe so. And uh, the guy from ESPN, uh, Pedro, he does the uh, College World Series. Anyway, uh, I asked him after the first, you know, what's gone wrong with these Razorback bats? You know, are you seeing anything? He goes, I'll tell you what, baseball, you need to hit every day. You need to see live pitching every day. And in his opinion, it impacted the Razorback hitters because of all those days off. And I think that applies in Major League Baseball with these guys. And I know you're right. You can have simulated pitching. You can have live batting practice. But there's nothing like the game-type situation. And I do think you see it with these wild-card teams. They're all having success. And I think it's because they didn't have any time off. They've been playing game after game after game. And those teams with the buys are struggling a little bit. The, The Rangers have the best offense in the playoffs by far. They're scoring right around seven runs a game, and the teams that are left playing are scoring about four runs a game, and overall the teams that were in the playoffs are scoring about three runs a game. And I think that says something about playing every single day, playing Tampa, then going straight into playing Baltimore. I'd still rather have a bye, I think. you just got to find a way to stay sharp somehow. I'm not sure what the answer is, but they need to figure that out. Well, you think of the teams that have a bye. The Astros are, the, are the, doing the best at 2-1. Mm-hmm. Dodgers are 0-2. Atlanta's 1-1. And Baltimore's done. Yep. Um, all right, we're talking a little football today, obviously, with Michael Felder coming up later. Wes and I were going through the lineup this weekend. There are some really, really good games. you got Oregon-Washington out of the Pac-12. And around the SEC, there are some really good matchups. Obviously, Arkansas-Alabama doesn't appear on paper to be one of them. But you got Florida-South Carolina, which is basically a toss-up game. A&M-Tennessee, basically a toss-up game. I mean, I won't rule out the possibility that Auburn can make it interesting with LSU, but I would obviously like the Tigers at home, mm-hmm. the LSU Tigers. Mm-hmm. And then you got a great one in, in Lexington with yeah. Kentucky and Missouri both trying to bounce back after last week's losses. There are three games right there you, you talked about within uh, basically a field goal for the favorite. Uh, South Carolina, two-and-a-half-point favorite at home against Florida. Tennessee A&M, I think this is a great game. I, can, I, I think A&M's got the better team, but they're coming off of a, a very disappointing loss uh, against Alabama. What's that do to the team, their psyche, after putting so much into that home game and coming up short? And the other hand, Tennessee was sitting at home. They, they, they're coming off of a bye, and they're at home. So I think that's uh, that kind of neutralizes that matchup. Other national games, Miami cheated us out of a 5-0, 5-0 matchup this mm-hmm. weekend in Chapel Hill, but it's still a really good one. Hurricanes trying to rebound from the gap last week at North Carolina. The Tar Heels ranked 12th in the country. Miami fell to 25th after the ridiculous no-knee game. That's the way it'll probably go down in history. Um, you got, I already mentioned the Oregon-Washington game. That's a 2:30 start. That's a really good one. And then you got some mismatches mixed in there as well. I guess that's about it. The rest of them are pretty much mismatches. I was telling Wes, interesting stat today on the way down here. Um, the Big Ten has the top three scoring defenses in the country in, in any particular. I think it's Michigan, Ohio State, then Penn State, or, but I could be wrong on that. But they're the top threes. Top three offensive teams scoring-wise are all out of the Pac-12 with Oregon, Washington, and USC. Hmm. And uh, we didn't mention USC and, and uh, Notre Dame. 
No, it's a great game. It's a great it, game. It would have been a little better if Notre Dame wasn't a loss last week at Louisville, but uh, that took a little shine off of that game. And Do you like USC? Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Notre Dame's favored by two and a half. Yeah. Hmm. Home field advantage, I guess. Notre Dame can score. Notre Dame plays defense. USC scores like crazy, can't play defense a lick. They went to so, overtime with Arizona this past weekend, didn't they? They sure did. They were down 17 points, Christian. So I, I nothing don't, would surprise me in that game. But, I, I mean, I'm with Wes. I think my gut says USC, but it wouldn't shock me if Notre Dame, because they're a more complete team, would find a way. I don't believe in USC as a legit contender just because their defense is so bad, but I do think that they yep. can beat Notre Dame. They have a 7% chance, I think, to bake the playoff. 7% is what I read this morning. Obviously, their defense is very concerning to people. Is, is it's the gone fav- down, down, down. Is the favorite out of the Pac-12 Washington? I think that's right, yes, with Oregon second. So the winner of this game is just, it's just basically Texas yeah. and Oklahoma. We'll know more. But you, you could see a rematch between these two in the Pac-12 championship game, too. Because they've gotten rid of their divisions, apparently, as well. 5-0, and oh, Washington a three-point favorite at home. It's a great game. Penix is going crazy. And then you gave me a stat on Bo Nix that blew my mind. Yep. Bo Nix is completing 80? 80.4% of his passes. That's that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. Um, that, that's not as insane as who's second in the, in the country. <laughs> yeah. Christian, I'll give you three guesses. There is a SEC quarterback who is second in the country in passing uh, completion, completion percentage. Completion percentage? Um, yes. The the quarterback at Georgia? Nope. Hmm. It's a good guess. He's actually got better numbers. I saw someone tweet that out, his numbers yesterday, and uh, they're a lot better than I expected. Missouri quarterback? No, that's a great guess, that's Cook. Guess. His leading receiver is maybe out this week. Is that what we found out the way down here? Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, yeah, he's, he's really good. No, I, I don't know. Mississippi State, maybe? Florida's quarterback, Graham Mertz, is the second leading <laughs> passer in the country. 80% completion percentage. He still, he still I isn't. West, I, said, I know. I told Wes, I go, I'll give you 100 guesses, and you won't come up with it. I'm like, obviously, if I told you it was the SEC, you wouldn't need 100. But, yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> I probably would have needed, like, 12. Exactly the same. I would have never guessed that. He's still um, not good. He's completing 80% of his passes, and he's still not good. All-State playoff predictor now has Oklahoma as the favorite, 71% to make the playoff, and they are the only team over 20% to win the title. Ohio State, 52%. Georgia, 42%. Actually, Oregon's fourth, Christian. Um, this is, I guess, just to make the playoff. Okay. Oregon's 40%. Washington's 23%. USC's not on this list. Strength of record now, Oklahoma number one, Florida State number two, Ohio State three, then Texas, Louisville, which beat Notre Dame last week, Alabama, Georgia, Ole Miss, North Carolina, and Washington. So, yeah, this game this weekend is, I mean, I wish I could watch the whole darn thing, but I can't. It's strange that Oregon has a better percentage of making the playoffs, yet they're the underdog this week. But it's at Washington. Yeah. If it was at Oregon, Oregon would be favored. Right. But I'm saying you would think because of the uh, fact that they are the underdog this week that the making the playoff percentage would go down. Maybe their schedule the rest of the way is better and they feel like they can get into the playoff and even with a loss and still win the championship. And well, the the in. percentage is based off it's – is there a formula or is it like AI that's doing it? Yeah, it's a, they have it's, a playoff predictor. I'm not sure exactly what Well, maybe the, the playoff predictor the thinks analytics. that Oregon is the favorite, but Vegas doesn't. Let me see what ESPN has here. I'll look on their their website. Um, also, I want to give kudos. I didn't get the name of the team that won in the afternoon, but the morning team that won was Oakland yesterday. So Zach Gillum and his teammates won the morning flight of the Buzz Golf Tournament yesterday. So I was happy for them. That was pretty cool that they were able to pull that off yesterday. Yeah, Zach tweeted out about a putt that they made on, I think he said, 15. Uh, they missed the putt, and it ran by the hole, but it was on a hill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it came back down the hill and went in the cup. That is insanity. That is crazy. I'm going to tell you what, uh, where is it? I don't think I can do it on the website. I have to do it on my phone. I'll find it here. What else? Christian, let's do questions of the day today. Question of the day today. I believe on Monday we asked uh, who's the best team in the NFL, and 49ers won that in a landslide. So we're going to ask who's the worst team in the NFL this or today. Your options are... Panthers, Broncos, Patriots. I think that those three may be the clear worst three. Mm-hmm. And then you got other comment, and of course the Bears and Giants, and um, forgot the other one are in consideration. But uh, 
Cardinals? Yeah, Cardinals are the other one. But Broncos are winning the vote so far at 50%. Mm. I say Panthers. I think the Panthers are clearly Panthers the Panthers are trash. Though. I said the Panthers. We were listening to the ESPN National guys on 106.7 on Buzz 2 today on the way down a little bit, and they were talking about um, whether or not they made a mistake. You know, did they did they make a mistake on Bryce Young at quarterback? Mm-hmm. It's a little early in the game, isn't it? And they just had a coaching change. It just seems a little unfair to judge him on that. Oh, after five games, yes, for sure. It's too early. But then you look at what is happening down in Houston uh, with the number two pick and uh, their quarterback situation. It looks a lot better. But I, I would say I think he has a better team in Houston right now than they do in Carolina. I think it was Navy Mike that told me that was it the was case. It was Navy Mike. God, I hate giving him credit. Well, he knows his sports. He just has a bad presentation. and attitude. Um, by the way, this matchup in the Oregon-Washington game is phenomenal. And, yes, ESPN has Oregon as a 55% chance to win the game. <laughs> so, even on the road, they like him to win the game. Bo Nix, by the way, 80%, 15 touchdowns, one interception. Remember we wrote him off as a oh, bum? Yes. Uh, he's thrown for almost 1,500 yards. Michael Penix Jr. has thrown for just shy of 2,000 yards. He has 16 touchdowns and two interceptions, and he's completing 75% of his passes. What a quarterback matchup. Dude, it is insane. I'm telling you, I'm sick that I can't watch this whole thing. I may put this on the old DVR. Uh, well, whatever it's called now. The recording system, yes. Um, and, uh, and, and watch it back later because it should be a classic. Hopefully it's a good game. But number eight at number seven, 230 ABC, primetime game. and Absolutely phenomenal. Washington, a three-point favorite according to uh, my information. So, I mean, just seriously, some awesome matchups this weekend. It's still insane how good the Pac-12 is this year, and next year there is no Pac-12. That is weird. I mean, it is almost this week. So many games are must-see TV, and it's Pac-12, and yet they screwed up their TV contract, which led to the demise of the league. Is it, that, that just blows my mind, if you think about it right now. The top, Pac-12, and uh, they were good years and years ago, but right now, they're at the top of their, uh, their, uh, their ball game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at how many Pac-12 teams and the great quarterbacks that they have and how much fun they're to watch, they are to watch. I mean, we sat around and watched USC in the great overtime, double overtime game last week. I mean, there's so many. And then you look at this week's schedule. I mean, the Pac-12 has some of the best games I want. I would like to watch this sure. weekend. Absolutely. Yeah, the USC Notre Dame game is right there for me, too. So, um, All right. If you want to join us, 661-1037, you can hit us up on our Southern Structural Solutions text line. Saw Aaron Eford out at the golf tournament yesterday, too. And they placed in the top three in the morning flight. I don't know. I don't remember if they were second or third. And then... Um, I think they were third. You can hit us up on Asher Record Live Fan Feedback as well through our Listen Live button. Trey Schaap's going to be joining us in two shakes of a lamb's tail from the Stevens Cup for a wrap-up there. We appreciate the sponsorship from the Stevens folks, and great to have Trey be able to go out there and watch. Unfortunately, not a very good performance overall by Arkansas. So their team, the men's team, I believe, let's see, yep, men's team was 27 under and finished dead last. Will not make the match play portion of the event. Absolutely crazy. And then the women, I think, fared a little bit better. better. They got next to last, I think, is what it was. So we'll get the full details from Trey here in just a second. That field must have been loaded. I mean, the Arkansas women are ranked number one in the country, and they finished sixth, seventh, something like that. Yeah, sixth or seventh out of... There were seven teams in the men's side. Were there seven teams on the women's side or eight? I want to say there were eight for some reason. The men... And their press release said it was one of their best, under par, as far as under par, it was one yeah. of their best scores ever as a team. Arkansas finished sixth out of seven in the women. But they were only two under. The winner, or the tie for first, I guess, going into match play, is Texas and Wake Forest at 23 under. So theirs was not real impressive overall. The men's number were ridiculous. And, and John Daly Jr. played great. Yeah. But they just didn't get enough, uh, didn't his, get enough help there. It was his best finish as a Razorback. Is that right? Yep. Well, maybe he'll uh, he'll head to the pros here soon. No. Oh, maybe we'll keep him for a while. Yes. All right, let's check in with Trey. Uh, give me the liner, and then we'll hit Trey up, and then we'll hit our break. We'll talk about what's happening here with the King Cotton, and uh, we'll visit with Sam Glover here in just a second. Let's get Coverage to of the third annual Jackson T. Stevens Cup from Trinity Forest Golf Club in Dallas, Texas, is presented by Stevens. Stevens, focusing on relationships over transactions. All right, Trey, we were just kind of recapping an overview of sorts and didn't uh, go particularly well. 
it, the men's side of things really blows me away. As well as they played, the fact that they really weren't close to being in it is remarkable to me. Yeah, 27 under par as a team over 54 holes. It's their eighth best 54-hole uh, stretch in their last place. <laughs> That's crazy. Trace, that's accepted about the other teams there, or is this course playing uh, fairly easy? Well, I think, well, you look at the men's scores as compared to the women's scores, and, and men playing it obviously longer than the women, and the lowest women's team total was minus 23. Texas and Wake Forest shot minus 23 on the women's side. Florida State had all five of their guys individually on the men's side in the top ten individually, they mm. shot 51 under par God, over 54 crazy. holes. It's just sick. That's wild. Yeah, it's crazy. That is wild. So what happened on the women's side? Well, the Arkansas women shot two under. They, they struggled uh, from day one, just didn't get off to a good start. Uh, uh, Maria Jose Marine, who uh, had – you know, 16 birdies last week at the Blessings over 36 holes. Was lip out after lip out after lip out when I was watching her uh, Monday and then yesterday. And uh, Coach Shauna Taylor was on the bag with her. And she's a true freshman. She stands about four foot eleven, and she just bombs the golf ball. But uh, Shauna's uh, excited about the potential with her. And you know, this was their second tournament, basically back to back. Sometimes you have a week off, and. Uh, so they're, they're going to go back to the drawing board and uh, get ready for the, uh, the spring. They do have some individuals that are going to go down to Diamante and compete in the Little Rock tournament there in a couple of weeks. On the women's side, the men are going to send some individuals up to Cincinnati for a tournament just to get some play in. And, uh, and then they'll get ready for the, uh, the spring semester and, and everything that, that that holds and look forward to the NCAAs. Trey, do you think uh – and had they said this, the team or the coaches, that you know, last week at the Blessings and such a big event, and you know, the Golf Channel, and just turning such a quick turnaround, do you think they were a little uh, maybe burnt out? I think they could be. And, and Wes, you look at the men, and the men had the SEC Match Play Championship in Birmingham the week before the Blessings. Yeah. So they finished third in it, um, and then they had the Blessings, and then they come here. To Trinity Forest, and it could be a little bit of burnout. The fact that uh, just you know, a highly competitive uh, Florida State lost last year in the Stevens Cup at Seminole to North Carolina on the team side, and uh, so they're looking to to try and win the team title this year. And they had two of their top individuals not even playing because the there's an international amateur a team amateur event coming up. I think it's the World Amateur in Dubai which is next week. Hmm. Um, and so some of these players, like Laura Kim, who won the individual for Texas today in a, in a playoff, they had to come back and finish it this morning, the fourth playoff hold. Uh, she's heading to Dubai after she gets done here. So she's heading out this weekend to play in that world amateur team event in Dubai. So uh, what's happening today? Today is match play. Uh, match play, match play, match play. On the women's side, you've got Texas – Taking on uh, South, uh, Wake. No, you have Texas taking on Wake Forest. Yes, yes. Texas taking on Wake Forest. Wake Forest is the defending champions of the NCAA championship on the women's side. And on the men's side, you've got uh, Florida State taking on Arizona. Tiger Christensen led the way for Arizona. Get this, guys. 54 holes. He shoots 19 under par, had one bogey, and missed two fairways. Wow. Oh. Hamburg, Germany. That's uh, automatic, right there. Yeah, I mean, Wes, think about it. You 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 don't miss a fairway, and you hardly miss any greens. And the only bogey he had was on the shortest hole on the course. It's number it's uh, number eight, and actually, it's not the shortest hole on the course. Pardon me, but he had to chip over a over a uh, undulation in the green. He was on the green but decided to chip instead of putt because the putt would have – there was no way he was going to stop it without putting spin on the golf ball, he told me. And he did, then missed the putt coming back. So that's the only bogey he made. Now, he missed some other greens. He was able to get up and down. But he, the bogey he made, he was actually on the green in regulation on a par three. When you chip on the green, does that count as a putt in your putts? 
That's a good question. I don't know how that goes in stats. I don't either. Because if you're off the green and you putt, it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. I better hear this in a... Uh, Fairways uh, and greens? No, that's not what it's called. From, from the short grass? Nice job. Short grass. From the short I might have to greens. ask that question of uh, yeah. someone who keeps the st- come up. statistics. Yeah. That's a good question. I have to look into that. Now, one, one job, did Wes. come up yesterday, and, and I was talking to Matt Fraser, who's the director of golf in the Elosin Club, is there's some of these greens are elevated, and then there's a lot of runoff, and it's not cut. I mean, the grass, it's a zoysia grass, but once you get onto the greens, it's champion Bermuda, and the runoffs are, I mean, there's no rough, basically, until you get into the fescue. So if you hit a chip shot and you don't get it on the green and it rolls back and it hits your golf bag, do you know what happens? Uh, hit your bag? Hit your bag. It's your bag. Uh, off the green, back, off the, onto the green, off the yeah. green, and hit your bag? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're chipping onto the green and you don't get it all the way up there and then it rolls back down the slope, it could be a false front or something and it hits your golf bag. It's got to be a penalty. Yeah. Because you can One lay your bag penalty. there almost strategic, strategically to stop the yeah. ball. Mm-hmm. Yep, one stroke penalty. Exactly right. Start doing that. Almost Nobody's saw that happen that yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, how did right, you play we'll yesterday? Gotta run. We didn't play. Did you play? No, uh, we didn't. No. We're too we're too busy. We got okay. j- other jobs. And by too busy, we mean we chose not to suck. So <laughs> that's what we did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I could have gone out there and been a part uh, of a team that shot six great, under, so. but what was the point? I mean, you know. Yeah. True. True. I know it was well, in great shape. Yeah, it looks amazing, and Pro was great to us. We're going to go out and play out there again. Burns Park looks really good, so I encourage all the golfers who came out yesterday uh, to go back out and play again down the road here. But uh, if you're in town next year and you can help carry our team, then I, I might play next year. Well, we'll have to see when it is. I know this event yep. is a couple of weeks later next year, so it's the end of October in good. Oklahoma City, okay, cool. so I should be in town. Well, I'll plan around that so we have your services. All right, we're going to hit the break, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Trey. Right, good guys. job this week. Yeah, thanks. All right, good work. Trey Schaap over at the Stevens Cup. Awesome event, and really cool to see, uh, you know, it's good to have the Arkansas golfers in there every year. Nice to see when they do a little bit better than they did last year. But, again, you shoot 2,700 and just get smoked. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. That's just the way it goes sometimes. All right, we're going to take a break here in just a minute. Sam Glover is going to join us. We're going to talk to him about the King Cotton announcement, see if we can squeeze a little info out of him before the official information comes out in the noon hour. We may have to, like, you know, beg. Nicely, but we'll see what we can come up with. 1033, stick around. Your home for Dallas Cowboys football is 1037 The Buzz. Presented by Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. America's team on your fun and game station, 1037 The Buzz. Sports Center. Big night for Texas teams in the American League. It was the Houston Astros taking out the Minnesota Twins 9-1 to to take a two games to one lead in that series. Game number four is coming up today. And then the Texas Rangers take out the AL East champion Baltimore Orioles 7-1 to in game number three. It's a clean sweep for the Rangers over the Baltimore Orioles. Coming up today, three games will take place in the American League. It'll be that one game between the Astros and the Twins. That one's at 6.07 on FS1. Before that, though, Game 3 in the National League between the Atlanta Braves and the Philadelphia Phillies from Citizens Bank Park at 4.07 on TBS. Then, at the end of the day, it will be the Diamondbacks looking to eliminate the Los Angeles Dodgers. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Hey, Razorback fans, it's Queen Grovey. Check out the new location of Bell & Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests, also, polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. A store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Demon shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location, Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, or on Facebook and Instagram. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy.
What's good, y'all? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Fellas, when it comes to your health, every man should know his testosterone number. What's that mean? It's simple. You need to schedule an appointment at Low T Center immediately. It's quick. It's easy. Hell, it's only $25. Walk in, take a simple blood test, get the results in about 25 minutes. So if you've been feeling tired and grumpy, sensing a lack of motivation and drive, dealing with high cholesterol, noticing stubborn weight gain, and or loss of muscle mass, it's on you, fellas. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. This month is the 46th anniversary of Robert Irwin Jewelers. Get to a Robert Irwin Jewelers store near you and save big on engagement rings, anniversary bands, and diamond pendants. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers or online at rijewelers.com. Cobra Commander, I figured out when to attack G.I. Joe. What's your new idea, Destro? We attack Saturday at 9 a.m. They'll all be listening to Guatney Unplugged at 103.7 The Buzz. You're listening to the best midday sports talk show in all of Arkansas. You're in the zone with Justin Acri and Westmore, coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. At Simmons Bank on Main Street, we appreciate uh, our friends having us down here today, and um, we are going to be here until one. And we've got the King Cotton Classic announcement. That's why we're here today, and that will be coming up here in just a little bit in the noon hour. And uh, our buddy Matt Johnson, who we see at the Touchdown Club, is here, and he's going to be setting us up, I think, with maybe an audio feed, so we may be able to carry a little bit of that live here today and uh, find out what's happening. But I've already kind of gotten a preview of. Who is coming? I was glancing through it. I won't announce it unless Sam says it's okay. But Sam Glover joining us as part of the uh, King Cotton Classic event. Thanks for having us back down, and always look forward to this. I'm so glad this event has come back, and you guys have had a lot of success, and certainly have had a ton of great players, and this year will be no exception. And the good thing is, in the state of Arkansas, it seems like, Sam, there's increasingly um, a high number of top-level talent that is playing in the state in high school and you're going to get some of those folks. That's my tease. You're going to get some of those folks in the event this this year. Congratulations on that. Well, thank you. You know, and and, and thank you guys for having me on. Uh, 103.7 The Buzz is just the standard, you know, around here. And uh, we just really appreciate you guys coming down and spending time with us today. And so, thank you for that. Uh, yes, you are absolutely correct. It was it was uh, difficult um, to say the least. Um, our challenges in deciding who exactly could be in it because you know you don't want to oversaturate it with Arkansas teams, you mm-hmm. know, because it takes away the national feel. Right. But the issue came down to okay, um, which team would bring what we needed as far as our cr- criteria, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I don't want to you know go too far into that, but you know you had a for instance uh, we had to uh, turn down Springdale. Um, the reason we had to turn down Springdale is because, okay, do you prefer this team over a Central Arkansas team? Who's mm-hmm. who's going to travel to come and see their kids play during the Christmas holiday? And are they going to, you know, they may go to Springfield, Missouri, but will they come to Pine Bluff uh, to see their kids play? And right. so ultimately, that uh, I believe that answer was nah, probably not. As as many as would be a Central Arkansas team, like your traditional Park Views, you know, Little Rock Central, mm-hmm. and sure. uh, you know Little Rock Mills, and so that that came into to play quite a bit. And but those players are awesome, Isaiah Seeley. You know, I just want to give them a shout out, guys sure. like Isaiah Seeley and, and Caleb Miller. Uh, 
those guys can really play some basketball, uh, Cortland Muldrew. And so we had to decide differently. So I, I'll, I'll give a few sneak peeks. Uh, Little Rock Central will be in the King Cotton this year. We are super excited to have Coach Ross and um, uh, their five-star uh, Anor uh, Boating. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's going to be some exciting basketball. He's been making waves for the last couple of years. Made some waves in the last couple of weeks. I was in, I was just getting ready to say he, he made some he made some serious waves yep. uh here recently and so we're excited about that and also excited to have uh another uh Central Arkansas team, uh Saline County and um that's gonna be Benton. Yeah. You know, they have the number one the consensus number one player in the state and so how can you turn down, you know, Benton uh, in favor of anyone else uh, when when they have Terry and Burgess playing for him? And you know, he was on the USA, uh, you know, uh, I think it was eighteen and under team or something like that this this summer. And traveled over to Europe, uh, traveled for over a to couple Europe. weeks. And that experience is going. To, he's going to need that experience when he comes to the King Cotton because you know it's going to be very exciting. The teams are very tough, you know. And I know that I say this every year, and you know, it sounds like a cliche, but I feel like we're building. And getting stronger and stronger. Yeah. This this is going to if everything holds up, you know, this will be the the strongest field that we have had. Yeah, I'm looking through the list. It looks like that's going to be the case. Have you gotten to the point now where you guys are established back enough where people around the country are like, okay, this is an event we definitely want to put on our calendar if we can get in? Are you starting to get teams reaching out now on a regular basis? Regular basis, and we're finally to the point where we can turn teams down. Yeah. When you get to a place where you can turn them down, then um, I don't want to say we've arrived, but we have definitely reached the uh, status uh, re-established the status that we wanted to have. Right. And that was, hey, if we're not number one in the country, we have to be number uh, top three. Sure. And that's where we are right now. Um, you know, we had, I have my people all over the country uh, and kind of a guerrilla marketing, if you will. Yeah. And, uh, over at the Peach Jam this summer, people were talking about the King Cotton, and they didn't even realize they were talking to our our people. You know, that were just kind of out there looking at our players that were in the tournament, and they were like, "Hey, we got, you know, they got some good basketball going down in Arkansas." And so that is a real critical point because yes, we want to talk about Pine Bluff as a point of destination within the city, but we want the country talking about Arkansas in general, and that is part of our. Our, our plan uh, with the King Cotton it is promote Pine Bluff as a city and then promote the state of Arkansas and the quality of sports and athletes that we have here in, in the state. So we were talking on the break. There's a lot of things happening here. There have been things happening here for a while. And luckily, you guys have had some good leadership for quite a while now down here as well. Things are moving the right direction as far as attractions and places for people to stay. So when you have teams coming in from all over the country, are they staying here? Or are they staying in neighboring communities? A combination of both. And obviously the goal is ultimately, I would think, to have all the out-of-state teams stay here in Pine Bluff. Uh, yes, sir. So that is a good question. And uh, to clarify, you know, we have all of our teams except for the Central Arkansas because they can travel right. uh, back and forth, no problem. But all teams stay in Pine Bluff. Uh, they eat in Pine Bluff. They practice in Pine Bluff. Everything that, that we have lined out for them does take place in Pine Bluff because we want we want the world to know uh, that this is a destination city. We're getting back on our feet, you know, and we've made some tremendous strides to do that, and we just want everybody to know that this is a, uh, a safe, fun family environment. It really is, and um, we have quality here as well with your lodging you know because i don't care where you go they're not going to put you in five star hotel but you know we have you know three and a half star hotel that's that's good for a high school tournament uh breakfast you know as long as they have breakfast nice environment places that you can eat around them we have all of those things available and so yes they do stay here in pine bluff and we take care of all of their say transportation and things of that nature so they travel from place to place we have complete control over the logistical portion of their trip and so that really helps in and with the new um the recent um courtyard marriott um i'll say um business if you will that Mm -hmm. that we they they have agreed to come here and so now we'll be getting a convention center hotel back online that is very important to this tournament because when you have a hotel and you can just walk out of your room and go right into the court it eliminates a lot of um a lot of things 
that not necessarily could go wrong, but it's okay. You got to get the kids downstairs. We love convenience. Yeah, convenience. Yeah. You don't want to bust them over. You know, that was the biggest attraction sure. that you talk to a lot of the older coaches, <clears throat> the Demothas and the Oak Hill Academies of old. They're like, listen, you guys having that hotel separates you from everyone in the country, and right. so we have to get that back. What's the timeline on that, or what's what do you know about the hotel? We were talking about it a little bit before, but I mean, do you have a, what about capacity wise? Like, how many rooms are you guys playing on there? Uh, no, totally quote me on it, but I, I believe it's about about three hundred something great. like that. Yeah. Um, something that we can can host, you know, a mid major tournament, you yeah. know, like a GAC, sure, something like that. And um, within the year, I believe they'll be building on it. Um, I feel very confident that before 2025 King Cotton we we should have a hotel. What's the biggest thing you came back in 2018 with the King Cotton Classic? What's the best thing you've learned in these 5 years? And, and again, you know, this is not a shameless plug, but I learned that the outside world views Pine Bluff differently than the state does. And we need to we need that narrative to align. And so, what am I saying? People have come from as far as Buffalo, New York, and, and um, you know, Los Angeles, California, and Miami, and they're like, "This is beautiful. This is a wonderful place. The people are great." You know, the, when we roll out the red carpet and show them the Southern hospitality, they're like, "We've never been to a tournament like this." Mm-hmm. And they're, you know. These people aren't, they don't have any reason to come here and, and create a narrative that's not true. Sure. And, you know, we do feedback and those different things, and they they write it out, and they're like, best tournament hands down. The food is exceptional. The lodging is great. You guys are awesome. And so, and then they're like the fan participation yeah. and the crowd participation, because what you get here at the King Cotton, that's a little bit different. We not only cheer for the local teams, but they're cheering for anybody playing ball there, and they're in, excited, and then... We bring another element, and we don't want to give all the secret sauce, but our local schools really help us out with the cheerleaders. People take that for granted, but when you have a cheerleader cheering for you and you're all the way from Atlanta, Georgia, it makes you play a little bit harder. Sure, no doubt about it. Well, listen, we'll get some more information later. I'm going to ask you to give away too much today, but we'll be talking more in the noon hour. And after you guys make the full announcement on all the teams that are coming in, there are some other local schools to talk about. And then, obviously, some national powers that will be part of the event. We'll find out that stuff in the uh, noon hour. But, Sam, thanks for having us down again. Appreciate Simmons Bank. We're here at the Main Street location in Pine Bluff. There's a lot of construction activity going on around here. It's exciting times in this part of the state. And then uh, Central Maloney Incorporated, also uh, part of the uh, sponsorship of the day today so we're looking forward to being here until one and we'll get the announcement the noon hour but we're gonna take a quick break and come back in just a second cool event coming up too to benefit some local folks here in pine bluff in just a second and you can own a piece of history at a i mean a sports auction that is really second to none there's a couple of things that wes i know are going to very much intrigue you that i'll tell you about coming up in just a bit so let's take a quick break we'll come back and uh we'll be digging into that and we've got the red white report coming up next hour Talk to Coach Kelly, thanks to the Little Rock Athletic Club, and we'll also visit with Michael Felder in the second hour. An incredible slate of college football games this weekend, so we'll delve into all those with him. Stay with us. We all my with the rubber grips or shots. And if you with me, my rubber you and whatnot. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Max, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership-level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest-rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 or call 568-21. Come on down to Doe's Eat Place at the corner of Ringo and Markham in downtown Little Rock for mouth-watering burgers, catfish, and steak by the pound. Oh, and don't forget our world-famous tamales, now open Monday through Friday, 11 to 2 for lunch, and Monday through Saturday, 5 to 9 for dinner. Family-owned and operated for over 35 years. And remember, Doe's Eat Place for goodness sakes. 
Erectile dysfunction is a very serious medical issue. It affects over 60% of men over 45. This can be caused from low testosterone, high blood pressure, diabetes, prostate issues, and high cholesterol. The staff at the Little Rock Men's Clinic are specialists in treating these issues. Our medical specialists will determine your specific problem and develop a treatment plan for your specific needs. Our treatments have helped thousands of men with a 96% success rate. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501-382-9516. Now through October 31st, our office visit is only $79. That includes your exam, blood work, and testos. If our specialist can't prove to you that the treatment works, your office visit is absolutely free. I am 58 years old, I have more energy, and I am performing like I am 21 again. I feel amazing. Come to the Little Rock Men's Clinic. We treat low T, ED, Peyronie's disease, and offer a male enhancement procedure. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501-382-9516. That's 501-382-9516. Or visit littlerockmensclinic.com. Quality outdoor products in Alexander is your metal roofing superstore. 40-year warranty colors are available at only $289 a foot. 20-year colors are $259 and Gavaloom runs $249 a foot. A variety of seconds and overruns are currently available at $1.95 a foot. Come buy quality outdoor products in Alexander right next to the I-30 Speedway. Stop by the lot, call them at 501-455-0240 or check out their website, qualityoutdoor.net. Brett Michaels, Party Gras 2023. Saturday, December 30th, Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Event Center. From over 50 million albums sold comes the Poison Hits and Solo Hits Live. Brent Michaels, Party Gras 2023. Tickets on sale now at oaklawn.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. For the best in midday sports talk and entertainment, look no further than The Zone with Justin Ankry and Westmore on the Buzz Radio Network. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Good to see James Miller and the guys from Glockney Chevrolet yesterday at the Buzz Golf Tournament. James was telling us about all the kinds of great things they have going on right now at Quatney Chevrolet. 0% financing on the Silverados. No payments for the rest of the year. Don't have to make that first payment until January. That's outstanding. Great deals on Equinox. A lot of 2024s coming in, so they're getting rid of those 2023s, and they're giving you some great deals, some great incentives to drive one of those 2023s off the parking lot. And they've got a great selection of previously owned vehicles. And they're looking for more used vehicles. If you've got a quality car, truck, SUV, take it to Guatney Chevrolet, trade it in, or just sell it to the guys. They're still paying top dollar for those vehicles. A lot happening right now at Guatney Chevrolet. Go check out all the deals at the website, guatneychevrolet.com. Then head to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville and get yourself a new ride from Guatney Chevrolet. Hi. Hey. Uh, we're here at Pine Bluff. Uh, again, thanks to Sam Glover for coming on and giving us a little bit of a taste. A little bit of a taste. We want a little more, but he was kind of giving us the old Heisman there, Wes. He won't give us a whole lot more, but we got to stick around for the announcement at noon. I was happy he told us that Central was coming Yeah, Benton was coming. Is it okay to root against Boateng now that he's going to Missouri? Sure. Okay, good. That's what fans do. Okay. Well, hopefully they'll play an Arkansas team with some kids, but, a kid that's in Arkansas. So I know there's an Arkansas offer. Uh, maybe that's maybe coming in, so I can't name. Yeah, those, yeah. There's some. Uh, there's another great team coming in here that we'll get to later on. But always remember, you know, there's always that chance with the portal. Guys sometimes find their way back home, so don't be too unkind to yeah. Honor Bote. Also, he yeah, wasn't so like called- heavily recruited by Arkansas, was he? I mean, he was. I, I would say Missouri did offered? a better job. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, he was offered then, Chris. Yeah. That's all okay. you know. Yeah. Just let me call the Hogs when he's here. Is that cool? Can I do that? Is that all right? <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, we are joined now by Pat Tate, who is with Neighbor to Neighbor, which is an organization that is helping really in a variety of ways here in the local community. And the reason we're having her on is because, well, A, they're doing good things. B, got a really cool event tomorrow that I wanted to talk about at Pine Bluff Country Club, which is my uh, home away from home when I'm down this way, as long as uh, Jamie and the folks over there will have me. But um, anyway, welcome. Good to see you. i got to put you on the right mic. There we go. Um so the event is tomorrow at the Country Club, yes? Yes. Okay, and let's start with uh, what the organization does, and then we're going to talk about some of the cool auction items you have, because these are truly one of a, well, they're not one of a kind, 
but you're not going to get another crack at him anytime <laughs> soon. So uh, what, is, what exactly does your organization do, Pat? Okay, Neighbor to Neighbor is a food pantry and soup kitchen, and um, we serve a hot, made-from-scratch meal every day, uh, five days a week, and <clears throat> to about 70 to 100 people a day. And uh, then we have the food pantry, and we give out monthly groceries, and uh, people have to qualify through their incomes to get help with us. Um, we're partners with the Food Bank and United Way and um, have some programs through them. But um, when I first started a little over four years ago, we were giving out 300 bags of groceries a month, and now we gave out 883 last month. Wow, that's awesome. It's awesome. So um, there is a real need here. And we also help with utility bills um, with people are behind and are getting ready to get shut off. Uh, we have a closed closet across the street, free clothing for all of our clients. So um, we do a lot of things. Yeah, I would a say. A lot of things. So, um, yes, this is our big fundraiser. So help us do those things. Do you do it every year at Pine Bluff Country Club? Yes. Okay. Yes. Are you from here? Um, no, I've lived here off and on for 30 years, but I'm originally from Little Rock. Okay. Well, okay, let's talk about the the thing that's going to get our folks excited. By the way, there are a few select tickets left, so if you want to snatch those up, you can call the office, 870-534-2883, if you want to have a chance to get in on these, because the only way to bid on these auction items, and I'm talking about some crazy stuff, I'm going to blow your mind in a second okay. here. Okay. Won't take much. You're teasing me. I know, buddy. I'm telling you. Uh, is to call and get a spot. How much are tickets? $50. Okay, that's a deal. What does that come with? That comes with... Um, your two bingo cards because it is a bingo bash. All right. Um, you get to bid on the silent auction. We have some awesome items in the silent auction as well as the live auction. So um, that gets you uh, a buffet. A, a okay. Burger buffet. That's what I was shooting for. Was there food? I <laughs> yeah, uh, free wine and beer. Okay. Okay. Then a bar. So, um, yeah, we, you get a lot for 50 bucks. Yeah, that's a bargain. That's yeah. ridiculous. Okay, yeah. that's awesome. Good for y'all. All right, so, yeah, I wish uh, I didn't have a, an event tomorrow. I'd be jumping down here to do that. All right, let's get to it. I've teased it long enough. Okay. Let's jump in here. And uh, you can you can start with the biggest one or the <laughs> the one that maybe not not as big, but uh, you got some you got a good collection. We do. All right. Well, the, the very biggest thing is from Tori Hunter, who is so supportive of Neighbors and Neighbors and he tells the story, he grew up here, and he tells the story of coming to eat at neighbor to neighbor with his grandmother. So he's always been there um, for us. But he has donated a gold glove. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, he got now he's, got like, he's got like 16 of them, but still, that is amazing. I don't know. He said, I may have one left, and I, this may be it. So Wow. Um, and, you know, fingers crossed, I think he may make it into the Hall of Fame this year. So um, if so... It's going to be a really wonderful... Yeah. It'll be worth <laughs> probably ten times what you pay for it if it gets in the right. Hall of Fame. Exactly. So um, that's our big item. And um, we also have a signed basketball from Eric Musselman. We have signed uh, basketball from Gee Sosby, the Globetrotter. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have a signed football from Keith Jackson. Um, we have a uh, some Lagos jewelry from Sissies. And um, awesome bingo prizes and everything else. So... What time do you start? We start drinks and carousing at 5, and then we go um, to dinner, bingo, and the live auction starts at 8 o'clock or 8.30, something like that. Okay. Get there early, stay late. Sounds like a good time to me. Yeah. Well, listen, I wish we had a little more time, but I'm glad we could uh, get you in to talk about that, because that is an incredible wow. uh, opportunity for somebody. So, yeah. 50 Thank bucks you. to get a shot at a gold glove <laughs> to take home from a potential future Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, thanks so much, Pat, for coming by. I appreciate you. Thank you. you. Thank you all. Good luck. Yeah, All keep right. up thanks the good work. That's awesome. Okay, thanks. Bye. Strength is measured not by the number of accounts. Strength is placing value on relationships. It's having the vision and the guts to invest in growth. It's the commitment to responsibly manage your money. At Stevens, we believe that our strengths build success. Not only for us, but for our